you are about to enjoy in It Takes Three Network Podcast. On the Upper East Side, new days don't always bring new beginnings, but they almost always bring new surprises. Without the gong. I, yes. Aren't you proud? <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched season three, episode 19. Dr. Estrange Loved, the hardest word for me to say for some reason. <laughs> Original air date, April 26th of 2010, written by Robert Hull, directed by Darnell Martin. Dr. Vander Woodson, a.k.a. William, shows up unexpectedly in Manhattan, and his reunion with Serena is less than ideal. Meanwhile, Serena and Nate continue to have relationship issues, leaving Jenny more than happy to be a shoulder to cry on for Nate. Dan finds out that he didn't get accepted into the Tish writing program and Vanessa may be responsible. Hmm. <laughs> we both like turn our heads like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into it, guys. Not to worry. Before we do, I wanted to tell everyone what our glass full of gossip tonight was. What just what the doctor ordered. I love it. And I, as she made it, I was like, wow, this is like a health tonic drink. Yes. And funny because Jess usually does her own glass full of gossip this week. And she went to Starbucks and got the uh, wellness bomb. The, like the medicine The bomb? medicine bomb. Yeah. From Starbucks. So we had similar ideas this wow. week. Wow. That's super similar. Yeah. I texted Michelle. I'm like, I hope you have ginger tea. And she's like, of course. And so I did a splash of apple cider vinegar and a little honey because I felt like it oh. was like a combination. It was really, really good. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, just what the doctor ordered. It's great. I love it. You know, for Dr. Vanderwoodson. Which I'm realizing William and Billy. William. Oh, yeah. Billy. I didn't even put that together until now. But yes, Billy Baldwin has made his debut on Gossip Girl. It's Random. Not who I was picturing at all. As I said, I pictured a blonde, tall yeah. man. But... As I was looking at close-ups of their faces, it's I felt a very good job in casting. Not bad at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I cannot wait to get into mm. everything. Let's start off, though, with Jenny. Jenny. Many words on Jenny this week. She slept over at the penthouse in, at the Empire um, because it got so late that she just couldn't go home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so ma ma Nate makes her breakfast waffles. She's used to waffles and coffee and notices she's wearing Serena's favorite sleep shirt, which I don't know about you ladies, never seemed like the most comfortable choice to sleep in, in my opinion. Every time I see them in movies, it's usually after like the sex has happened. They put the men's T-shirt on. It's like you always want that. And then when it happens, you're like, this is not comfortable at all. I'm so glad you bring this up because I was going to ask you if you've ever stiff slept in a button down shirt of a man or a woman, whatever. If people do this, the buttons wouldn't they rub? Yeah, I don't think this that shirt in particular looks comfortable. I do have one 
like flannel sleep shirt. No, I do too. But even that I don't like to sleep in. It's too confining to me. I like sweatpants, sweatshirt. Like that's my aesthetic. But I think it's different than a a pajama material that has buttons versus a men's dress shirt. A men's shirt. dress shirt that's meant to be at, worn at the office or at a special it's occasion. More stiff, it's like stiff. So to me, I didn't understand why both Serena and Jenny decided they were going to wear this men's t-shirt, which funny sketched in the t-shirt is the Archibald label, like, because that's what men do. Mm-hmm. So then Nate tells Jenny, okay, yeah, that's also Serena's favorite sleep shirt, which prompts Jenny to ask, have you heard from Serena since she left with Carter? And he says he hasn't, but he's not going to be the one to make the first move because how pathetic would that be? I don't understand this. I mean, if I was him, I wouldn't text her. You wouldn't? No. I'd be like, you fucking left. Really? Because I'd be like... I'll wait for you to come and explain yourself, but... No, because you're in a relationship. You have mm-hmm. every right to know where your partner is. Of course. Is. No, I, I, it's very, I mean, it's very possible for me to have been fed up within five minutes and texted and said, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. And again, I know every couple is different. Like my sister, I know for sure, would not text. Yeah. And she would play the game. She would play the game. I would be calling, leaving a voicemail and not in an annoying way, but like, no, you owe me an explanation. I need to know what's ha- going on. Right. And We're in a relationship. We got to communicate. Because she's so secretive. She might he, not get anything. Yeah. He might not get anything. Right. So I know. It's I you were I remember your reaction when we were watching. You're like, what the fuck? Why doesn't he just text her? And I was like, honestly, if it was me, I maybe I wouldn't have texted yeah. her. Okay. And you know, kind of like petty, like, well, no, when you have something to say to me, you can come and say and it. And maybe it's hard for me to put myself in that situation because I've right. been with Aunt for twelve years right, and different. we're married. Yeah. So <laughs> to me, I'm like, this is a no brainer, but yeah, yeah. Hello, these are young people in a relationship going through Right, right. A situation. Yes. So you can see both sides of that. At that moment, they're discussing going to see, I forget what it kind of exhibit at the MoMA. The, um, I thought it was Tim Burton. Tim Burton. It was Tim Burton. You're mm-hmm. absolutely right. Uh, and he's like, yeah, I'm totally down. But at that moment, he gets a text from Serena saying she's on her way home from the airport. So now he decides he wants to talk to Serena in person. So he hops in the shower and tells Jenny, you know, maybe another time and goes and like brushes her head like, thanks, kiddo. Yeah. And walks away. She's like, oh, okay. I guess we're not going. Later on, Chuck arrives to the penthouse with some lady friends and questions why Jenny is there, wondering if she and Nate slept together since it's very obvious that she's been pining over him. Chuck's the only one who realizes <laughs> Chuck's the this. the only one who gets this, right? And Jenny, of course, denies all the accusations and states, oh, check, you're just an ass. So then Chuck sweeps Jenny into driving a wedge between Serenade because he wants his single friend back. It's only more fun that way. And also misery loves company. Absolutely. It's shitty. No, it's <laughs> shitty, but I, it makes sense. I get it. It makes sense. It yeah. makes sense. And so he mentions to Jenny, she needs something to make Serena suspicious that Nate's maybe being unfaithful because Jenny even said he's like a puppy dog. He's been so incredibly loyal to her. How do I make it look like, you know, we or something has been going on? So she takes his shirt, the shirt she slept in, and she leaves. 
Now, we're having our patron Angelina on for this episode, and she did already send me some thoughts, so I wanted to include them as I talk about the episode. So during this scene, Angelina mentions how Chuck's moral compass is solely based on Blair. The only time we ever see him good is when he's doing good with Blair. And he's a shitty friend to Nate and sabotaged his friend's relationship for his own personal gain. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Totally. He's, like we said, misery loves company. So yeah, let me sabotage my friend's relationship because I'm miserable. Right. And I want to be single and be a bachelor. And we but, haven't been single together in a long, in a long time, time. So we're due. Right. Yeah, and so, but I totally agree. Like, as soon as him and Blair break up, it's like he literally reverts way back to oh, even yeah. worse than he was before. It's almost so like it's he has no reason to be good or to live if Blair is not there with yeah. the love to back him. How messed up is that? Yeah, it's really sad. It's really sad. So later on, Jenny purposely shows off Nate's shirt in her bag when she runs into Serena. And Jenny explains that she just fell asleep because she at first she says, well, you know, I just went over to a friend's house and Serena's like, oh, a friend. a friend. And I love how she's like, she knew she's saying, yeah, a friend's house, making it not supposed to be obvious, but it's very obvious that she has Nate's shirt. So she's really just playing this oh, game. Yeah. And she said, oh, we just were hanging out not to worry. And she goes to hand Serena the shirt like, oh, hey, you can give it back to Nate. And so Serena says, well, no, you'll probably see Nate before I do. So then Nate ends up meeting Serena in the lobby where she confronts him about Jenny and gets and he gets really defensive since Serena is the one that's been lying constantly. He's like, whoa, whoa, you know, you're accusing me of like what, what what's happening. And so she admits that her dad's in town and they are going to meet up. But the rest she cannot unfold and he doesn't understand why. She just says, I, I I can't. My dad's here, but everything else is just, I can't say it. He's like, oh, what the hell? Right. What the hell? Yeah. So he doesn't like that answer, and they leave, and we see little Jay lurking over their conversation. So she's like, okay, next step, next step. So after that, Jenny calls Chuck for some advice on what to do further, and more open to the idea, I guess, of being like intimate with her. And he tells her to come over to the Empire at 6 p.m. sharp and not to look like a 16-year-old. That's Chuck for you. Yeah. So then he arrives at the Empire later on and clearly upset over Serena. And so Chuck offers him a drink to cheer him up. And so Nate is still very upset about what he did to Blair, which Chuck says, I'm own I owned up to it. I'm dealing with it. But Nate's like, you seem to be just fine. You have all these ladies around you. And Chuck says, after all these years, you think you would know your friend. I loved this because it just shows how self-aware Chuck is. Chuck is knows exactly what he's doing. And yeah. also Nate, really? Right. He's like, it's a smoke screen. Right. So Chuck admits he's again playing the price for his wrongdoings and he hopes that his childhood best friend could understand that. And so the two do have a drink and Chuck tells him they need a, a night out to Brooklyn. <laughs> and here's Jenny to be their guide. And Nate's like, oh, okay. Yeah. So over to the bulk of the episode, the Vander Woodson drama. So as we said, 
The father has made an appearance in this episode. We first see Lily and Serena heading home from the airport discussing how Lily is really nervous to tell Rufus the real truth of why she's been gone and how that involves William. Yeah. Angelina mentioned how she loves the casting of Lily and Serena. She thinks that's a great, you know, daughter, mother pairing. And she even believes that Serena has William's nose. No, (laughs) and almost chin, too. Yeah, they have. It's like a similar face shape. Yeah. To go back to the plot, Rufus and William, per Lily, do not get along, understandably. And Serena says... That's okay. I'll be here for you. And it's all, we're all going to work it out. So before this episode, did we know that? I mean. That they did not get along? I guess it's funny because as Angelina does eventually say, she wished we would have gotten that, you know, mini spinoff series of Lily's life because we don't know when exactly. I mean, we can get a general time frame of when she met Rufus, but how did she end up with William in between that? And then after Rufus. So they had to have, I guess, crossed paths somehow, but I wish we knew like when they yeah. met. Yeah. You know, did they fight over Lily? I'm assuming they did. I'm sure. Yeah. So would be interesting. <laughs> I thought that was like, she's going to throw up or something. <laughs> Sorry. The podcasts. <laughs> All right. So we're at the Vanderwoodsons and Rufus's patiently waiting for Lily to come home and he runs over to the elevator and it's William in the flesh. Yeah, so... This is our first shot of Billy Baldwin. Right. So I was saying to Liz when we were watching, so does that mean when Serena flew to Florida and Lily opened the door, was William not in the room and William was flying to New York? I guess, but then Lily is surprised when William is there. So maybe he didn't mention he was going to New York. I don't know what happened in between. But I mean, I'm assuming that was, as Carter said, that was her father's hotel room. So which I'm sure it was. Right. So he must have just very quickly left. Lily didn't know Serena was coming unless someone magically tipped off William that Serena's coming. Hey, I got to get out of here. Right. I don't know. But now it's even more obvious because Lily was there. So William says that they all need to talk about things and he's looking forward to Lily coming home so everyone will know the truth because Rufus is like, yeah, I I know what happened this summer. He's like, yeah, this summer. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's wait for Lily to come home. And so Angelina mentions at this point how mean the writers were to Rufus, like, Come on, all these secrets. This poor guy doesn't know anything about his wife. He's in the dark. And she also wished that the William reveal was a bit more epic. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. This was kind of like... 19 episodes we've been waiting? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what I would have done again, but... Yeah, this was kind of just like a man standing in front of Rufus. We're now... Okay, oh, we're supposed to... This is the father. How are we supposed to assume that? I don't. We could have done something cooler where we like where Serena was leaving him the voicemail and like you see him turn his head and you're like, oh, shit. OK, that's the father. Or but, open the door and we see him at the hotel room and then end episode or something. Yeah. Lingering. Just something else. So Lily does arrive home with Serena to to, to find the two men there. And this is the first time in over 14 years where Serena has been face to face with her dad. 
And they're confused as to why William is there. And so he says, like, Lily, just tell the truth. And Lily admits that she had cancer and that that's why she was with William over the summer. It wasn't Cece that was sick. It was me. And that's why William kept dodging Serena's calls. Lily didn't want anyone to know that she was sick. This is really... It's pushing it. Yes. Yeah, it's pushing it. Uh, as we said, that's why William kept dodging Serena's calls. And that's why when she went to go see him, he didn't pick up because he was with Lily and she didn't want anyone to know anything. So um, Lily, Lily has had these new tests done and they're waiting for the results. And William is 100% without a doubt confident that they're going to come back clean. And even the cancer that she has is very treatable. So next week they do reveal that it's lymphoma. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just happened to watch the next episode. So I was like, oh, I'll just add that in. Just because like, why not tell the audience what it is? Well, not because I'm like, what kind matters. of cancer is it? They She does make a mention to say we're not saying the C word in the house. Right. So, so now you're like, okay, it's cancer. cancer. Yeah, she says it wasn't my mom that was sick. It was me. So like, it could be anything. No, I know. But they do specifically say that Cece has cancer. So I guess you're to assume, okay, yeah, it's yeah. cancer. Yeah, yeah, Um. So Rufus the angel that he is, is incredibly understanding. He's not mad. He's just like, I'm so sorry you had to go through this alone. This is just so sad. And Lily's like, all right, let's just not talk about this anymore. I'm going to go freshen up. And so Rufus tells William, you need to leave because I need a moment alone with my family to discuss everything. So William is about to leave, but he goes over to Serena and asks her to go to lunch so they can talk. And Serena agrees because it seems as though he's done a lot for his mother, for her mother, and she wants to give him, you know, a second chance, a second chance or to explain himself at least. So later on, Rufus asks Lily why she didn't tell him that she was sick. And she says, honestly, I don't know. And admits that Will said, the moment you start telling people you're sick, the more sick that you're going to feel and the the more people treat you like you're sick. And she has a ton of confidence in William since everything he has said and done has worked. And Rufus is understanding of that, but also very hesitant because it's William. Right. He seems like a sketchy dude. Yeah. They get that sketchy vibe. Yeah. So Serena meets up with William at lunch and they go over lost time. And Serena is definitely hesitant, saying that while he may be there for now, he hasn't been there the last 14 years and she can't get past the fact that he just up and left. And he states like it wasn't exactly like that. He says that the plan was the whole family was going to go over to Tibet. Random. But he went over there first and there was a lot of inconsistencies with his schedule and he couldn't really, they couldn't make it work. And Lily asked for a divorce because it was all too much for them to, for him to keep traveling back and forth, not having consistency in the household. And the plan wasn't for him to disappear. Eventually, he just found it really hard to come back because the less you're away, the more you're away, the less the easy the easier it is to stay away pretty much right you're disconnected yeah and so serena's like okay so you found it you couldn't you didn't know how to be a father pretty much gave up yeah 
So at that moment, Rufus shows up to the hotel to talk to William and tells him, like, you need to leave the hotel. We're going to find another doctor that doesn't have an agenda. And so Serena comes over and says to Rufus, like, I'm going to come back with you. I just need a moment to talk. And they head back to the penthouse where Lily gets a phone call from William saying that the test results are not what they hoped. Mm. <laughs> Ironically, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole family, including William, sit down together to discuss some options. And Rufus says, hey, I want a second opinion. I want a new doctor. I don't want William on this. And William claims he's going to stick around either way because he wants to make sure that Lily is okay. And so Serena and Lily agree. Yeah, William is family and we want him to stay. And Lily's like, I'm only comfortable with him. Yeah, she's like, we're all going to let him treat me. Yeah. We're going with his plans. Right, right. He's he's done all the tests. I'm used to his practices. I don't want to go with someone else right now. It's bad. It's really bad, bad news. Yeah. So William's about to leave and Serena goes over to him and says, Dad, I don't know what I want from you. But I'm glad that you're here. And the two of them do hug. Yeah. And he states that he has followed her from afar, the horse riding incident, um, and which he says that, you know, I, I was watching and I am, I'm thankful that you were starting to believe in me and he appreciates the second chance. And he knows Rufus doesn't trust him, but he plans on proving Rufus wrong. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see about that. Mm-hmm. All right, let's discuss Blair. 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 She had some good moments in this episode. She really did. Yeah. So we start out at the Waldorfs where Dorota is questioning Blair why she's throwing this brunch with eligible bachelors so soon after breaking up with Chuck. Trying to mend her broken heart. Exactly. You need the distraction. Yeah. And Blair insists that she show the world that she's ready to date and that she's over Chuck for good. And also really like or showing Chuck that you're over him. Right. So she s- instructs Dorota to throw away and burn this box labeled Old, Old Life. Life. I love <laughs> that. Me. Love that. Which has all Chuck memorabilia and significant things to their relationship. And just Dorota's like, are you sure? I don't know. And so, you know, she does. She does hold on to it. So later on, this party that she has thrown is not happening because there are no bachelors there. And Blair immediately blames Dorota for not sending out the invites, and she wasn't a fan of this party, but she swears that she did. And then Blair comes up to the conclusion that it must be Chuck behind all of this. And Angelina said she loved that this party was a failure because Blair finally learned that she can't play with her emotions, and it's great growth for her. Yes. Let's hope it sticks. Right. So Blair goes to the Empire yelling at Chuck for ruining her plans. I never would have done this. No. Even if he did ruin my plans, I would be like, no, I'm not giving you the satisfaction that I you, that you uh, ruined it. Right. You know? But it's still the game. It's the game. It's the game. It's the game. And he explains that no one showed up because they knew they can never match up to what Chuck and Blair had. Like, fuck you, Chuck. Ugh. This it's is so, so grimy. Gross. Like, him telling her that mm-hmm. is not going to make her say, oh, you're right. We should be together. No, she told you. You guys are shitheads together. So right. why would she get back with you right now? It's disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Blair claims that, not to worry, she'll find someone by the end of tomorrow to ease her pain. There's a big... She's in a big city. 
And so she heads over to NYU to search for, search for Daniel Humphrey to ask for some help. <laughs> oh, Padgy boy will help. Over to Padge. He and Vanessa are at the loft where he is reading aloud his denial letter from the Tisch School. And he's like, ah, yeah, they crushed my dreams. And he's a good sport about it. And Vanessa's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's, we're fine. She's like, no, I'm sorry because, like, I got in. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> uh, she couldn't believe that they would only accept one transfer student from NYU. And shocked, Dan was like, wow, but congratulates her and says, hey, if it's going to be anyone, I'm glad that it's you. Just a little weird that your girlfriend didn't tell you she's applying for the like your dream spot, but okay. I have some gripes about this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so he leaves to go to a study group and asks her to go to this party in Bushwick with him later on that night, and so she agrees to. So Dan runs into Willa on the street and oh, she admits Willa. that she knew Vanessa was applying to the program and how awkward that her boyfriend doesn't know this. And then, so Dan's a little annoyed, like, Oh, you even knew and I didn't and admits that, well, Vanessa's piece was pretty much just based off of something that I wrote for the New Yorker last year. And so Willa's like, Dan, you know, it has to be original pieces. If it's not, then this, you know, this is wrong and it's unfair. And then she tells him that my dad's on the board and he told me that it was between you and Vanessa for the last spot into for this the spot to get into the Tish program. That's a little fishy. Uh yeah. You know, how would you know that specifically? Wait, was Willa applying to? No. Willa's at Tish school. Well, she is at Tish yeah, school. That's obviously. from what I understand. Yeah, she goes to Tish school already. Yes. Okay. Okay. This. That so she, yeah. So she was hoping that Dan was going to be going. Well, obviously, she's the hot spring. Right. And so maybe she did ask her dad, like, "Hey, is Dan Humphrey on the list? Is he going to get in?" And so it was between him and Vanessa, and Vanessa got the spot. So she's like, "I'm going to tell my dad that Vanessa, you know, forged this piece." And Dan advises against it. Please don't say anything. And Willow, of course, calls her dad behind Dan's back. So later on, Willa calls Dan to tell them to tell him that they're going to review Vanessa's piece over, which should guarantee that Dan now will get the spot to Tish. After that, Vanessa and Dan end up meeting for coffee and she shows Dan the piece that she wrote. She says, it's my first original play. And Dan's like, oh, original. But apparently she says, well, it's not based off something you it's like she's like she knew she's like well it's not based off something you wrote it's based off our relationship and how i feel and so she's like i can't i can't watch you read it so i'm gonna go and she said that it just came to me and i wrote it it came to me and he's like oh it came to you him thinking like oh it just you pretty much took what i wrote and put it down so then dan calls willa and says that please don't do anything. I was wrong. It is an original piece, but Willa doesn't answer. And then at that moment, Blair shows up at the coffee sh- uh, coffee shop asking for some event or something where she can meet men right. that are not on the Upper East Side. And so he invites her to go to the Bushwick party. Bladge. Bladge. <laughs> so it's the Bushwick party. Blair, Dan, and Vanessa arrive and Blair ends up being in Vanessa's clothing because 
She looks so good. She looks so good in Pleather, I said. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know, she had to fit in with like the the peasants at NYU. Right. And so Blair heads out on her mission to find a man and she states she needs a pic of her kissing a guy on Gossip Girl by the end of the night. Otherwise, it's over. Yeah. And at the same time, Jenny, Nate and Chuck arrive at this party and Nate questions why Jenny's even there. Like it's guys night and she's still a kid. And Chuck assures her, hey, Jenny's not a kid anymore. She's a junior. <laughs> and they like stare at her across the bar. I'm like, Vom, you're like two older brothers. Yeah. But disgusting. I also just love how Nate's like, she's a kid. She's a kid. And that's how Nate views her. Exactly. So now we know where he stands with yeah. that, even if we didn't already. Right. So then Blair ends up meeting this guy named Cameron who attends Columbia. And while she's flirting, she sees Chuck flirting with another girl and he like gives her the head nod. And so Blair pretends to fall into Cameron's arms like, (laughs) oh, my God, I'm falling. I'm so faintish. And Chuck's like, whatever. And he walks away. Yeah. Dan heads over to Willa to explain she needs to call her dad and right the wrongs because Vanessa's piece was original. But Willa says, hey, I don't even care if it was original or not. You're going to get the spot. I want you to go to the Tisch school and she tries to kiss him and he's like whoa whoa whoa! I have a girlfriend I'm with Vanessa and then she's like what are you 40 oh I'm with Vanessa what are you 40 it's like what, what kind you, of response is, is that what do you have to do what does 40 oh, have what to does do that have to do with anything and at that moment Jenny ends up seeing Willa and Dan arguing and Jenny's like hey Dan and Willa's like who's that slut yeah <laughs> what the fuck bitch right She's uh, obviously wish, very I, into Padge. I wish Padge uh, defended his sister. Me too. He didn't even Be say like, anything. That slut is my sister yeah. and she's not a slut. Yeah. We would like her. We would like him to have said that, but he didn't. I guess he was just startled that he, Jenny he was saw at his her? party at all. Yeah. Yeah. And so Jenny then asks about Willa and they see Willa explaining to Jen, to Vanessa what had happened. And so Vanessa is obviously upset with Dan for trying to get you know her in trouble and the two of them justify their actions vanessa doesn't do a very good job in my opinion of justifying hers and she says do you want me to withdraw my application and dan says no but what ex- what reaction did you expect me to have when you didn't tell me you were applying to this program right you're in how are you expecting me to act right and she goes i don't know not like this well again you didn't mention to him you were applying for this spot and this was something he wanted to do. And you knew that like you be, you like literally took it away. And she's like, oh, I thought we would both get in together. And then Michelle was saying, well, there was no guarantee that Dan was going to get in. So would you have went just by yourself anyway? Right. It's still selfish. But, I mean, I said that in the beginning. But then when Willa said, oh, you were the runner up. It was supposed to be you, but Vanessa beat you to it. So if Vanessa wasn't there, there could have been someone else who was yeah. above Dan. Mm-hmm. Right. So it doesn't mean that Padge would have gotten anyway. Right. It's just a shitty situation in the way this whole scenario went about. Exactly. Yeah. And so they they separate and you can tell that they're upset. And then later on, we have a scene where Nate gets a call from Serena because she's so upset and wants to discuss the news that she just heard about her mother. And she hears Jenny in the background about taking a shot. And she's really upset that he's partying and that he's with Jenny. And he's like, I was trying to explain myself, but she ends up hanging up on him. 
So Nate and Jenny decide they're going to get wasted and head back to the Empire. But Chuck's going to stay back because he wants to watch pretty much Blair and Cameron and also maybe give the two of them alone time, which right. is ugh. Yeah. So Blair and Cameron chat and Cameron goes in to kiss Blair, but she keeps talking like a mile a minute and he can't get in there. And he admits that he knows that she wants to make a guy jealous. And like, I'm totally here for it. I'm game if you're game. Okay. Yeah, I'm game. I love that. So then later, Chuck finds Blair claiming, hey, there were no posts on Gossip Girl. And she admits that if she hooked up with a random, then it's not going to help her get over Chuck since they loved each other and she just wants to kiss someone someday for her and not prove a point to him. Like I'm Perfect. done playing this game. So good. Please, I was let's so keep happy. this way, Blair, please. Yeah. I was so happy with this. Yeah. Um, as we said, Nate and Jenny head back to the empire and she admits to him that he deserves someone who's going to treat him better than Serena. And as she's going on and on about Serena, Serena goes to the empire and overhears this and tr- catches Jenny trying to kiss nate and nate says hey i'm with serena like we knew he wasn't gonna cheat on her um but serena's like hey nate what's going on here and they're trying to have a conversation and try to explain their points and serena's like you just went off to a party with jenny and he's like you wouldn't even let me explain you hung up on me i was trying to tell you what had happened the past two days what's happening now and Serena needs to stop withholding information like you just need to start telling me the truth and so she goes I tried to tell you what happened with Carter and she's trying to justify that situation said I left a message with Jenny and then Jenny says oh no you didn't she never talked to me she never talked to me Nate she's a liar and Serena's like what the fuck are you talking about I gave you the message and I'm like oh Serena you trusted the wrong person yeah but like it's your stepsister at this point and I like how Nate was like Jenny get out yeah he's like enough is enough you're meddling too much now let us have an adult conversation even though it's yeah. not really right um, and kicks her out and she's so mad she's like you guys both deserve each other Jenny <laughs> Jenny I still don't hate you Jenny I actually really enjoy I don't hate it I don't hate I'm I'm over this, like, trying to get in between No, it's just them. childish behavior. Yeah. But I don't hate her. No. All right. To sum up our last few scenes, we have Blair head back to the Waldorfs to find that Dorota has not gotten rid of her old life box. Yeah. And she is relieved, stating that she wants to have the memories, but right now they just hurt. Totally. So Dorota gives her advice on how she'll eventually recover and they can go feed the ducks at the duck park tomorrow. So Blair tearfully goes through some of the stuff in her box and we do get flashbacks of the Victor Victrola episode where they have their big moment. Serena admits to taking Nate for granted. Thank Thank you. Thank goodness. Because that is what we've all been thinking. I couldn't even think of the words. But when she said that, I'm like, yes, it's exactly exactly what you've been doing. Mm -hmm. And she just wants to now be honest with Nate. She admits that. Her mother is sick and she doesn't know what's going to happen. And so Nate comforts her. Quickly, Lily and Rufus are cuddling on the couch and she is thanking him for sticking by her side and tolerating William. And Rufus is like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. For now. Elsewhere, Vanessa is listening to an apology voicemail from Dan, but she doesn't end up calling him back and she deletes it. Ooh. Shit, that is not good. No. That is not good at all. 
our final scene, William is on the phone talking to someone, telling them that the plan isn't working and that he needs another prescription. He pauses and then tells them that they can't back out now, especially since the police wouldn't be happy to know what they've been doing. Yeah. Boom. That's the end. So good. Yeah. The father stuff's juicy. Yeah. No, all the family drama is really. That's it. Really, really good good. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of the summary. I'm very excited when we come back. We're going to be on with Angelina. We're going to start our questions and comments. Lots of people asked a lot of the same things. So there's very specific things that everyone wants us to talk about. So just stay tuned. Are you into history that's strange, weird, bizarre, creepy, and crazy? Maybe even spooky and scary with some monsters and mystery sprinkled in? Then You Totally Made That Up is the podcast for you. It's just like the name says. We tell you stories that are so unbelievable, they sound like someone must have totally made them up. Here's the thing, though. We don't focus on legends and lore. Our tales are filled with names and dates and all the facts we can find. So they're true stories, even when things try to take a supernatural paranormal turn. We've been known to bust myths on occasion, but mostly we just have a good laugh at all the things that can't and can be explained. Check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms and look for new episodes on Thursdays. We come at you bi-weekly with occasional bite-sized bonus episodes in between. You can also find us on Twitter at YTMTU Podcast and on Instagram at You Totally Made That Up. Welcome back from break. Hope you had a good time. We are here with our patron, Angelina. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So first off, I have to know, what did you think of this episode? Yes, dying to know your thoughts, Angelina. This episode was like a lot to deal with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They threw everything at us all at once. So we went to having like stuff simmering to like everything kind of crescendoing at the same time, which was a lot to process. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're getting down to the the wire of the, of the season and they were like, let's just throw a lot of different stuff and sum up some stuff, but also create more drama. So yeah, I definitely think it was like kind of all over the place. Yeah. All right. We do have a bunch of questions and comments to get into. So I'm going to start over with our emails. Okay. Sean, I felt he was the first to get this question in. So I was like, I'm going to go with Sean because everyone wanted to know this question. Everyone's initial thoughts on the father. What actor were you expecting? What actor would you have chosen to be the father? Mike also added, how long, Michelle, do you predict him to be with us? 
So um, I'll let Michelle go first. I know I want to hear, I want you to tell everyone what your initial reaction to Billy Baldwin was. I was like, oh my God, it's Billy Baldwin. Uh, (laughs) I did not picture him to be the father. As I kept saying throughout and waiting for him to arrive, I pictured a taller guy, blonde hair. Yeah, he wasn't blonde. He wasn't blonde. But as I said at the top of the show, I felt they did a good job casting, and I felt that he looked like he could be Serena's father mixed with Lily, you know, Kelly Rufford's. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, what actor would you... I know you said um, the guy from Beverly, from uh, Melrose Place, right? That actor? Grant. Was it Grant Show? Jake from Melrose Place? Maybe. Oh, he would have been good. Grant. <laughs> Grant. I think his name is Grant. I'm drawing a blank on his the actor's name. But yeah, he would have been really good. Angelina, who did you picture? I don't remember who I pictured initially because I watched it a really long time ago. I yeah. was just kind of struck how they had the same nose. So like yeah. Billy Baldwin and Blake Lively kind of have really similar like nose structures. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, and I felt that they had very similar chins, too. Like, yeah. I was really staring at their faces during the, <laughs> the close-ups. I was like, wow, yeah, actually, this works. It does work. I think it's a good combination of Billy Baldwin and uh, Kelly Rutherford. So, he yeah. I just wasn't picturing it for Billy. I know. But yeah. then again, Eric, I guess, is he's not a natural I blonde. Know. So I we know. had to get some brunette in there somehow. <laughs> and, like, when does Eric get to find out about all of this? Um, next week. Okay, good. I okay, mean, good. I, he's already – he already knows, I'm assuming, but next week we, we get we some more see Eric. It. Yeah. Okay. Excited for him. And then Mike asked, how long do I think? Yeah. How long do you think he's going to be around for? To the finale. Oh, that's it. So only four episodes left. But I think it'll be like a bigger, a big deal. And then maybe afterwards we'll speak of him, but. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Over to Lisa. She didn't know this episode. I'm sorry. She didn't love this episode, nor does she care about Vag, Jenny, or the chair drama. It's all ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. The only thing she cared about was the Lily storyline and how funny it was to see Billy Baldwin playing William. Not what she expected, and she has a feeling that he would be evil. Yeah. Yeah. Questions. What do you think he's drugging Lily with? Who do you think was on the phone? Yeah, like, you guys obviously know the answer to this. Because I was going to be like, what do you guys think that you know? (laughs) I have no idea. I feel like I have to marinate on this. I don't know if he's doing – he's obviously doing something sketchy where he can blackmail. And I think he just now gets in with his family and wants his family back. Okay. So his his motive – the motive is get my family back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, for right now, I can't really see. They both have money, so it can't really be a money thing. Right. I wouldn't think unless he doesn't have money. Mm-hmm. But the chance to be with the family again? I don't know. Right, I don't even right. know if that even weighs heavily to him because it's really hard to tell. I know. I can't wait for this all to unfold. Yeah, me, yeah same. <laughs> Uh, do you believe Vanessa didn't know there was only one spot for Tish? I, I I believe she didn't know. Yeah, I don't think she's malicious. No. What do you think, Angelina? I've been thinking about this on like a practical standpoint, coming from like a writing degree background and like being in that environment. 
you don't really know the outcome. And usually you also don't know who was the person underneath you. So I thought it right. was like, really interesting that the writers set it up to make Vanessa like kind of the villain in the situation. Mm-hmm. Where like these writing programs are kind of set up to have internalized competition in them anyways. So like I was right. competing with like some of my really good friends and I know couples who were actually competing against each other. It was Yes, but to, were like, they mimic... aware that they were competing against each other? <laughs> well, yeah. I think that, that was one of like the issues is Vanessa didn't tell him that she was also applying. Right. That's my issue with well, that, it. That's the whole problem here because like I said in the chat and I said it to Liz is that even if she didn't get it doesn't mean he would have gotten it. Right. But it's just that the fact there wasn't that clear communication of, oh, I'm actually going to apply for this mm-hmm. too. Right. Even Mike uh, made a comparison to Seth and Summer on Brown and how oh, yeah. they're competing for a spot to get in there. It's like, we could have done that here. They just didn't go that route at all. It was Vanessa keeping a secret from her boyfriend, knowing this is something he really wanted. So that's why I don't... Mm. Do you, think she, well. do you think she did that because she wasn't confident in her writing at first? Mm. Like, why do you think she did that? I think it might have been that she was doing it probably for the opportunity. Maybe she was mm. like, I don't want to just let this pass me by sort of a thing. And she didn't think through the consequences. Yeah. Yeah. She's an opportunist. Definitely. There's not no something. There's not necessarily anything wrong with that. No. But yeah, mm-hmm. she took the the opportunity to try it out and right. see what could happen. Right, right. And it's like, oh, if I get in and you get in, like, wow, look at this. And if I didn't, then I don't have to say anything to anybody. Right. Yeah. Which would have been bad. Maybe she wouldn't have gotten in. And let's just say Dan didn't either. And somehow it came out where Vanessa did apply for it too. And he was like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> but are you, do you still get angry? Yeah. At that point, I guess you wouldn't, but it's still a secret, which yeah. I don't like very much. Yeah. This week, Will sent characters as emojis. Oh, I love it. I'm going it. to try my best to explain each one of them. The first one he has for Rufus is a sad emoji with a tear. Mm-hmm. Lily is the mask on her face. Oh. <laughs> Vanessa <laughs> is too angry faces with the puffs coming out of the nose. Dan is like super shocked face. <laughs> I'm going to post these on Patreon because they're actually really funny. Um, Blair is the two pondering emojis. Mm-hmm. Chuck's emoji either he didn't pick anything or it didn't actually come out right. It's just an X here. Serena's is mommy, daddy, boy, girl. It's <laughs> <laughs> really good. Uh, Nate is the slapping the head. Mm-hmm. Very perfect. Jenny is heartbroken. Dorota is 200, 100, and 100. William is a pill with a needle injection. Ooh, good one. <laughs> and Willa's is also blank. So, um, well, you'll have to let me know what you picked for Chuck and Willa, but these are actually really funny. I'm going to post them on Patreon. Um, but he did have a few thoughts. He says, gotta love this episode with this many wills. Mm-hmm. Yes, how fitting. <laughs> it's beautiful. And he says, chef's kiss. I he cracks me up so much. Um, he says, what's next for Vag? And he puts a peach emoji. <laughs> Pages. Um, so I guess, Michelle, what is next for Vag? 
And sorry if I offend anyone saying vag. Yes. Shipping <laughs> for them. Well, she deleted the voicemail. Yeah. Why did she do that? So I think Dan will keep trying to reach out to her, maybe go to her dorm and see what happens. And then I think they're going to break up. I think this will definitely drive a wedge mm. and she'll be like, you know, how you reacted. And he'll be like, but you didn't tell me. And it'll be like this circle. I'm like, I can't do this. Mm. That's how I foresee it happening. That's good. Uh, Will's final thought. He has a feeling Cece's going to come back into the picture. She always mops up Lily's messes. Yeah, I could totally see that. Over on Instagram, Mike at Del underscore Vasto says, Willa needs to back off with her thirst level for Pad. She's in a relationship. (laughs) He, like most of our listeners, love the mention of Aaron Rose in this episode. Oh my God, what a good throwback. Yeah, throwback to Aaron Rose. In fact... I think he they pointed to a light. I was like, oh, that's Ikea. I was like, I have it in my bedroom. Yeah. Let's take a picture of that. I'm going to. <laughs> so you can, we can call so that out funny. to Aaron Rose. How did you feel about Aaron Rose, Angelina? I know it's been a minute, but just I, good times with that one. He wasn't really memorable in a way. And it's kind of unbelievable that, like, the human teddy bear that is Cyrus created a person like that. I know. I know. Like, how did that happen? Aaron Rose is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and how do we just never see him again? I know. What? And it's really funny because the only person that seems to mention Aaron is Blair. And yeah. she, it's like almost like he's a ghost and like she's the only one who's ever seen him. <laughs> like, oh, oh God, Aaron so Rose. True. Yeah, really funny. Um, questions. Have any of you done something similar to what Blair did after a breakup? I mean, not to that extreme, but. <laughs> in terms of which what? I guess, like, in my interpretation, you make the the box of all the things. You say you're going to burn it. Then you go on, on trying to get on the rebound, trying to meet the suitors. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely throw everything into a box. I put it in my closet. And then a few months when it's, like, less painful, you take some of the things out. Maybe you've gotten back together with that person. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you've moved on. Um, but the box, you always got to keep the box. You can't keep it visible because it's too painful to keep the things visible. Yeah, I, I had a box. Um, yeah. But then as far as going out, I was never that ballsy to be like, yeah, I'm going to hook up tonight. Same. It just was never me. That just was Same. never my thing. Um, what about you, Angelina? I'm the baby who hasn't dated anyone yet. So I have not had oh, that experience. That's so sweet <laughs> and perfect. I know keep it that way please keep it that way keep it in yeah keep it that way yeah but I I never did that either I always kind of wanted to have the guts to do that to like hook up like just a one night stand with a can you imagine Liz is laughing as I say it because I can't even say it and you laugh at me with trying to have that confidence as I'm an old married woman now. Yeah. I mean, but. but same for me. I feel like as much as I was like, yeah, I'm going to be single and on the prowl. And it's like every time I was single, my friends were always in relationships. And then every time I was in a relationship, most of my friends were single. And so it was like, damn, and now I have no one to like party with in the single train or the relationship train. But now, you know, all of my friends are pretty much married. So it is what it is. Like we <laughs> yeah. all just deal with it together but yeah i mean i never i never was ballsy enough to kind of just be like yeah i'm gonna fuck the world the next and do whatever yeah is mine yeah i feel like blair i feel like blair is us too she doesn't yes, really have I that agree. in her to as much as she 
loved Chuck and their relationship was extremely sexual and feisty. And I don't think she would do that just with anyone. It, so. it also seemed kind of out of, out of character for her, too. Yes. Like, yeah. Agreed. I felt like Serena would do something like that where she would, like, plan a bachelorette moment for herself. But mm. not really Blair. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, Mike wants to know, Angelina, what is your Gossip Girl story? Who are your top and bottom three characters? And why did you get into the show? Ooh, so I'll time. start with, what was your Gossip Girl story? How did you get into it? Um, how many times have you seen the show? All right. So... So, in 2013, I was 15, and I saw Gossip Girl on Netflix, and I was like, hey, we should watch this. And then I did, and I remember finishing it in a week. Wow. 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 That's six seasons. And then, um, after that, it's something I've always come back to because I'm really comfortable with it, and it's that sort of escapism where you can just fall into it it's not so serious that you don't have to be so invested it can just play in the background yeah definitely but i've watched it in italian too so whoa i was studying abroad and i saw the italian like uh audio dubbing and i was like i'm gonna watch this and there's this really funny thing of like the humphreys love waffles it's kind of their thing and in the first episode they switch it out and they have it be like a tomato salad what? Because the Italians wouldn't understand the waffle reference. Oh my god, that's so ridiculous. That's great. A tomato salad. And it was too funny to me, so yeah. Um, top three that's characters. Hysterical. The easy ones are Dorota and Cyrus. And uh I think that Blair and Serena switch out depending on who's less annoying in the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What about bottom three? Bottom three. Well, Chuck Bass, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Padge gets to be in there, too. And it's really hard for me to pick a third because I feel like everyone else is just, like, kind of annoying. Yeah. Oh, I think and, everyone has their moments. Yeah. And Georgina gets a special mention of being awesome whenever she shows up just because. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, totally I, I agree. definitely enjoy Georgina. We're missing some Georgina in yeah. this season. Yeah. yeah. Um. So how many times overall do you think you've seen it? I go back to four and five the most, but like for whole seasons, I think I've maybe seen it four or five times. Wow, that's a lot of times. So four and five, are those your favorite seasons? Those are my favorite. I was trying to figure out why, but I think like they finally start to mature a little bit. Oh, good. I can't can't wait for that. (laughs) I'm very excited for that. Makes it more tolerable in a way. Looking forward to that. Yes. I really am. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, same. Uh, at Mrs. Boquist, Jess asks, Angelina, as, your, as you rewatch, have your views changed from like the first time to the last time you've seen the show? Yes, they have. Um, in, in what ways, if you can be as spoilery, non-spoilery as possible, I guess. Yes, yes, <laughs> of course. I'll be non-spoilery. But thank you. I think I followed the show in like a linear way the first time I watched it. Like I shipped who they wanted us to ship. I like was very team chair, which you probably wouldn't think now. Mm. Um, I very much saw the story as it was laid out. And then like as I've been watching it more, I've been thinking of like things they could have done differently or seen couples in different lights, depending on how they are. So Jenny was like less annoying this time around. 
Vanessa doesn't get on my nerves at this point, so... Right. Yeah. I, I'm glad that you say that because I mean, so far, I mean, this is Michelle's first time watching it, but it's my second time. And so, yeah, it it definitely, the way I watched it the first time around was exactly how you did. Like I loved what they wanted me to love and I hated what they wanted yeah. me to hate. And now watching it with older eyes, I'm like, wait, wait, none of this makes sense. This person isn't good for this person. And this storyline's ridiculous, but. And I think also, you know, for our standpoint, watching it, one episode at a time and then deep discussing yeah. it. Yeah. So now Way you're really going into it. Binging it and getting it all at once. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Jess also was furious with Jenny staying the night at Nate's. Also, she wonders why Serena wanted to find her father so badly if she didn't even know what she wanted from him. I guess it's like just well, the father figure. You're missing that in your your life. So. Yeah, and don't you think that's such a Serena thing? Yes, of just <laughs> putting something out there and then realizing, wait, what do I actually want? Yeah, I'm not sure what I actually need from this. And then it actually happens, and you're like, wait, what's happening? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, at Reese Simpson 13, Rihanna says that she'd like Lily's side of the divorce. Please and thank you. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear that as well. Yeah, me we too. We only got Williams right now, so. Yeah. Um, why is Eric always gone? <laughs> Chuck giving Jenny advice was a major eye roll. She's glad Serenate realized finally talking would help iron out their issues. She wishes Badge would do the same. They're never going to do that. I don't think it's going to get to the <laughs> chance to do that. Yeah, agreed. Sorry, my email keeps going off um at tish underscore dominique 124 she says this entire episode was so frustrating <laughs> all could have been solved with honesty and communication well that wouldn't just that wouldn't be gossip, that wouldn't girl. Be gossip girl. <laughs> they love she loved how they poked fun at nate for not going to class at columbia when uh blair meets cameron she says hey my friend goes to columbia but i don't think he ever goes to class yeah really funny Tish doesn't understand why Lily had to lie to Rufus. What if something really happened, really bad happened to her with due to her cancer? He would feel really guilty, I think, and so would she. Yeah, I, I know this I is still really bad. Don't know how I feel about that. What do you think about the lying um, with Lily? How do you feel about Lily as a character, actually, Angelina? Because now Michelle and I are kind of on the fence. Yeah, <laughs> she had a really good run of being great, and now she yeah. can't tell Rufus anything. So. It's kind yeah. of hard to root for her at the moment. <laughs> yes. Agreed. But yeah, this is complicated. Anytime health issues get involved, it makes it really rough. Because it's right. one of the things that the show can't write around in like a really easy way. Because money can't really fix your health issues if you have health issues. So Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tish doesn't believe that Lily relapsed. Up to interpretation, I guess. I mean, wait, she hasn't. So, I guess William's saying, Oh, the, the second set of scans, the six month follow up, the scans weren't clean, right? So, yeah, Tish doesn't believe that that's the truth. So, I guess we'll see. Yeah, so he can stick around longer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she couldn't understand why Serena couldn't text Nate while being away, saying yeah. something like, I have a lot to tell you, I miss you, etc. No one uses their phones in this show. No, I know. It's like <laughs> only this, to check blasts. Only to check Gossip Girl blasts. Exactly. Um, just to give him some sort of answer, it's kind of Serena's fault for letting Jenny slip in there. In Wait, a way. Serena's, Serena's fault. fault. 
yeah, like she didn't, she's not a good communicator and therefore kind of led Jenny to kind of break away at Nate a little bit. Yeah, but Nate is also just views her as a sister. He's just so... Oh, yeah, he, but I was saying, I know, though, I, I know. think after the kiss and even before that, he knew, he knows that she has a crush on him. But he's choosing to ignore it because he doesn't feel the same way, so it's not right. a big deal to him. Right. Do you agree, Angelina? Do you think that Nate knows Jenny likes him? I mean, obviously, at this point, we know now because she wanted to go kiss him again. <laughs> yeah, I think he knows, but I think she's also, like, driven enough to, like, go after it, like, ruthlessly like that's in jenny's character she's going to go until she basically gets turned down which is what happened right and that's so not neat at all no so yeah that makes sense to me um tish loved blair deciding to deal with the loss of chuck rather than pretending it didn't happen she gives this episode two out of three classes of gossip there is a deleted scene where chuck and jenny meet up for a drink and tells her she's grown up even if nate can't see that which gives me like the heaps. i don't know he sucks so much <laughs> creeps me out a little bit hearing that yeah um her questions michelle as we said do you think that that's the end of vag uh she did delete his message yeah no i think when they need to discuss, but it won't be discussed, you know, we mm-hmm. will see them mm-hmm. trying to talk. Okay. She says, Angelina, do you prefer Serenade or Sag? I'll give you those two first. <laughs> Serenade's the easy answer because Sag gets on my nerves um, mm. for reasons that I can't discuss yet because spoilers. But <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Okay. Uh, what about Chair versus Nair? Nair, because at least they're not toxic and gross. Yeah. What awful names. Like, awful. ship names are so Awful, bad. awful names. A hair removal cream or a sheet. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's so true. Um, Vic at Muse Chick believes that Lily isn't sick by what William and William is making her think that she is. I don't know if she means in general she never was, but I guess Lily wouldn't have approached him if she didn't know for for sure, you know? Right. Um, And Jenny took Chuck's advice way too far, and Vic was glad Serena caught her in the end. Vic has a question for Angelina. What are your thoughts? As you kind of said it already, but um, I guess maybe what were your initial thoughts on Jenny and Vanessa? And what are your thoughts on Jenny and Vanessa currently? Well, it was really hard for me to watch, like, Jenny's downfall the first time I watched it because she really does have potential and talent, and they show her to have it, so seeing that upset me. And Vanessa, I think initially she was just kind of there. If you speed through the episodes, she doesn't really land as much impact as she does when you go episode by episode. I believe that to be true, yeah. So she's not as bad the second, like, the rewatch. Yet. That's all I'll yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm waiting. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things I can think of yeah. that continue. But, I mean, what sticks out most in my mind was that the speech situation. I mean, we know why she did it. She was desperate because her, her mother was there. But, you know, she's she's got she's got that true grit. And she's a go-getter, as we said. And she really will stop at nothing to get it, regardless of who she That's true. gets in between. Or who gets in between, yeah. including her boyfriend. So, interesting. Yeah. But um, Vic also says, Michelle, are you glad that Jenny got caught? Yeah. 
You are, even though you like the story. You like her bad actions. I do. I Jenny is entertaining in this weird, immature way where it doesn't bother me like Blair and Chuck bother me. Mm-hmm. I much rather watch Jenny do bad things than Blair and Chuck. Like Blair and Chuck, I just like I can't take you guys anymore. I mean, I'm I very much enjoyed Blair in this episode. Yeah. But when they're together and they're playing their games, I'm like, I can't deal with that. Jenny doing this stuff, I'm like, okay. But I'm glad. I think it went along. It went on for as long as it should have, and now it got shut down. So hopefully now it stops. If it continues, then I'll be like, okay, come on, Jenny. Mm-hmm. Let's give okay. Jenny something else to do. Yeah. What would you like to see happen with Jenny? I I don't know. I just keep getting into trouble because I like it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's entertaining. Uh, Vic wants to know, have any of us ever burned anything? I guess she means in general, but we could also discuss, like, relationship things. <laughs> well, I mean, I've never, you know, like, burned objects. Yeah. You know, like, we know, it just makes me think of in Clueless when Ty. Yep. And she's about to, to throw the cassette tape like, in Like, let's not burn that. <laughs> yeah. But I've never... Same. I mean, the only thing I can think of is when the boys, like, threw the cell phone into the fire and it blew up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we'll burn junk mail. Yeah, junk mail. But that's yeah. really it. Um, have you burned anything extravagant, Angelina? <laughs> um, being a little kid, I burned the edges of paper to make it look old, which was uh-huh, yeah. dangerous and almost set the house on fire as a small child. But other than I, that, no. I bet it did. Yeah. <laughs> That is it for all of our questions and comments. But Angelina, do you have any of your own that you'd like to share? Um, not really, but I think I'll add with Jenny. Um, she really does seem like a teenager, while all of the other um characters aren't really given that space. So, yeah, in that she's she's entertaining to watch. Yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah, she is. And for some reason. I can justify it. I think it is going back to just her being a teenager. So I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, you're young. You're still figuring it out. Like when all the others, when they were teenagers, as I do quotes, it was such exaggerated mm-hmm. lifestyles. And I was like, no, this doesn't work for me. But it just goes back to Michelle. Don't put so much weight into Gossip Girl. It's well, yeah. soap opera. You but can't that, take these And even, seriously. Angelina, you have said in the past in your emails, like, that's the world they want us to be no, in. I know. You know, like they are supposed to be older than they are in personality wise and situational. It's it's all like the fantasy right. of it all. So right. yeah, I mean I can understand like Jenny is probably the most relatable character on the show because she's the most realistic like impression of a teenager where the others really weren't, weren't. at all. No. I mean, granted we only got a season and a half of them really being like the true teenagers because in season two they already graduated. But yeah, it's like, they, I guess that's not really what they're about in the show. Right. But yeah. We thank you so much for joining us, Angelina. We always enjoy your emails. They're very insightful and uh, we love your perspective. It's great. I mean, I know you have stories about the pages in your life. <laughs> if there's anything you want to rant about, you can do that quickly if you'd like. <laughs> oh, I have stories. There was this guy oh. that used to show up in a robe constantly, and he wrote a story about a gorilla, and we were all trying to, like, analyze it very deeply. And he was like, no, I was just drunk when I wrote this, and we all kind of sat oh. there for, like, five minutes after, like, deeply analyzing his story for, like, an hour. 
he he showed up in a robe. Yeah, he showed up in a robe every day, and I prefer like a had, silk like, robe. He was in like a bathrobe, kind of like what? He would show up to class in that. Like he rolled out of bed, and it was like a two p.m. class. Wow. wow. He's taking that that um major real seriously. <laughs> wow. And there was also this girl who like thought I was stealing her boyfriend one time. Oh. And he literally just like read my work and we were friends. And she was like, Oh, he's my boyfriend. Like just so you know, I was like, Okay, he's a good writer. And then like, like, Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my goodness. Lots of stuff happens to the creative writing majors in the world. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I bet. I bet it does. So funny. Well, we want to thank you so much for joining us. This has been a pleasure. And I hope when it comes season four and five, I know you'll send us your thoughts because um, those are your favorites. And I hope that we feel the same way with the maturity. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. Uh, But again, we thank you so much and we hope that you can come back one day. Thank you for (laughs) having me. Thank you, Angelina. All right. We just wrapped up with Angelina, the sweet little angel that she is. Yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah. I think my name uh, for her suits her. Well, it's all of your names <laughs> to all of our yes, patrons. I hope so. She's so sweet. Uh, we can start with some trivia. The episode title is based off the movie Dr. Strangelove, which I've never seen. I've Have seen, you? Mm-hmm. Is it a good one? Yeah. I Years and years and years and years mm-hmm. ago, I watched it. Yeah. The photo Dorota finds in Blair's box is part of a promo cast photo for season three of Gossip Girl. Which you said because I was like, wow, it's such a formal such photo. Such a dramatic photo for them to keep in a frame. Yeah. Um, and of course, the episode features flashbacks of Victor Victrola. Just sent me a goof. It's said that Willa is Harvey Weinstein's daughter, but when she calls her dad, she calls him John. You think it's like a nickname? <laughs> and so someone was like, maybe it's a middle name. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe hmm. they just totally forgot that that was supposed to be the case. Music in the episode, we have Percussion Gum but Percussion Gun by White Rabbits, Haha by Monsters Are Waiting, Look Alive by Wait, Think Fast, Slang Tang by Discovery, No One Just Is by Holly Miranda, Dim the Lights by the Phenomenal Hand Clap Band, Drop Alcohol by Two Hours Traffic, Quiet Assurance by Telegraph Canyon, Two Weeks by Grizzly Bear. Fashion? Yeah. I had three headbands. I had one. Was it Blair's in the flashback? Yeah, I saw you write down for that and I didn't catch it the first time around. I was like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah. What were the other two? Um... I don't remember now. So, hmm. Well, obviously, two headbands. I'm trying to think of where they were. I took this is my notes from a few days. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Okay, so somewhere between one and three. Maybe between one and three. Yeah. Um. What else did you like? Okay, so obviously a nod to the shirt, Jenny and Serena's favorite Mm -hmm. sleep shirt. Yeah, which is really Nate's. It's Nate's. Yeah. Yeah, I like Lily's earrings. I did like Nellie Lily's earrings as well. Nate's gray sweater looked good in that. Yeah, Serena's bead necklaces. She had layering necklaces. Mm-hmm. I really liked that. And I also liked her gray coat and her Lily's yeah. white coat in the limo the scene. The wrap coats. Oh, those are so pretty. I liked Blair's rose gold eyeshadow. Yes. Uh, Jenny's black holy sweater. I guess mesh sweater. Yeah. Uh, Rufy's top coat. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
Blair slash Vanessa's plather pants and jacket. The whole outfit. She looks so cute in that outfit. And we were saying Blair looks good in like less yeah. snobby clothes, yeah. I guess. I liked Willa's jumpsuit. Yes, me too. At it's the cute. party. Me- mm-hmm. I like that as well. And then I had Nate's plaid shirt. Him and Padge with the plaid. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any quotes? Yeah. What if we go feed ducks in park? <laughs> William and Rufus don't necessarily get along. You're an ass, Chuck. I had that. Lily, oh God, William. <laughs> Ain't no party like a Bushwick party. Yep. Well, time flies when you're having a wee tennis match, Humphrey. Is that an Aaron Rose? It looks like the doctor is finally in. Who's that slut? You've been panting in his loafers ever since Serena went MIA with Carter. Zero to blackmail. Yeah. Uh, we're over, Chuck. Unclench. I'm game if you are. Mm-hmm. Just liked nothing like a grunge-era love triangle. That was really good. Yeah. But the... um, what, Wait, you go from like zero to blackmail in 60 seconds? I was like, yes, that is so Jenny. <laughs> Um, MVP and shittiest. I feel like I could have a bunch of different answers for this one. Yeah, I have MVP. Okay. I have an MVP. I also have a blue ribbon. Are you ready for your MVP? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, Blair. Nate. That's a good choice. Yeah, I feel um, like she deserved it this week. Tish and Will also picked Blair for her growth. I chose Nate. I felt like he's been literally, as Jenny said, like so super understanding this entire time. Um, I've blue ribbon for rufus i felt like he really handled everything pretty well and i was like serena's not so bad for telling the truth in the no, end she came well that was the thing you know serena and nate came around but towards the end so they sh- yeah were, right, right right yeah um and lisa and jess also had rufus for their mvp mike and rihanna had dorota oh dorota why not yeah shittiest Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay. I'll go with who I'm going to pick, but I'll tell you who Mike got picked. Okay. As well. Sure. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, one Jenny. Vanessa. Okay. But the gut actually was Lily. Lily. And then I'm like, hmm, can the shittiest be a sick woman i'm not sure i'm but not in that position i ugh, the but the constant lying and we even said it last week like her being sick does that justify lying like the reasoning for it and you know what when she got involved with rufus for the this time around she was lying yeah to bart yes and lying to herself and lying to everyone so now we're just continuing the lie and it's just the topic changes but we're still continuing the action yeah it's not good no it is not uh, I picked Vanessa, which I'm again. Yeah, you're I, on the fence about it. Yeah, I understand why you picked Vanessa. Just the non-communicating to Padge. I don't necessarily think that I, I'm still with like a listen Padge. It doesn't mean if she didn't do it, then you would have gotten it. Even though, you know, Will is like your runner up, but someone else could have been above that. Right. Uh, I picked Jenny. I felt like she just kind of annoyed me the most. I'm yeah. like, all right, enough with the meddling. I'm over this. Uh, same old story. Just like everything, every time someone something's com- 
uh, repetitive, like the chair storyline. Yeah, or you Serena get old. Line. It's just like, all right, let's switch, let's switch it all up. Let's ruffle everything and have something new come up. So that's why I picked Jenny. Uh, Tish and Will just also picked Jenny. Lisa and Rihanna picked William for the lying. And then Mike cracked me up. He had a tier system. So his least shitty tier, which is the lowest, was Serena for keeping secrets from Nate. Medium shitty tier, Vanessa wasn't honest with Patch and applied for his dream spot. Highest shitty tier, no surprise, Jenny to magnify Serenade's relationship issues. I like the tier system. Me too. It's fun. That's good. Thank you, Mike. And everyone, obviously. All right. So this week, uh, patron of the week. Yeah. It's patron of the it's week. Patron of the week. is not patron it's all of our patrons Aww. um let's still go see this week we wrapped our finale episode i know we're so sad and in honor of all of our patrons that we stuck with that has stuck with us uh we wanted to honor them in that episode and as well this week so i'm going to read off all of our lovely patrons we have livia angelina emakin lexi ashley Will, Mal, Alicia, Jennifer, Shannon, Alionia, Lisa, Carmen, Kiralee, Jacqueline, Corey, Sophie, Kelsey, Ava, Alexis, Jimmy, Mike, Sean, Jillian, Chloe, Emily, Amanda, Daphne, Michelle, Kristen, Caitlin, Steve, Vic, Rihanna, Shanna, Ryan, Jess, Teresa, Logan, Tish, Michaela, Allie, Kendall. <laughs> Now, let me take a breath, my huge breath. <laughs> there are so many wonderful people on this list, 41 individual humans that we couldn't do this without. You guys are seriously the best. Every single week, sending your questions and comments, posting on Patreon, sending us links, laughing at this, telling us an inside joke. You guys are literally the best, and you're the best Patreon family that us girls could ever ask for. We love you. We love you so much. All right. So, Michelle, I'm going to tell you the title for next week. Okay. This is episode 20. Yeah, so we'll I know. So, we have two more after that. Yeah. Title is, It's a Dad, 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 Dad World. I think that's four dads. Oh, it's four dads? <laughs> okay. It's Dad Times Four World. Dad Times Four World. Three gossip words are. Three gossip words. Transfer. Avoidance, Haiti, Haiti, as Haiti. in con- as in the country. Mm-hmm. Well, I am ready. Yeah. So, hmm. Avoidance. I think. Wow, Michelle, you did not spell avoidance. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think that has to deal do with Vanessa and Padge avoiding each other. I'm no I'm sure this is a very dad heavy episode, but we gotta fill in. It's a dad, 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 dad world. (laughs) The transfer. So like initially I'd be like, wow, William is fleeing. He's gonna transfer to Haiti to get out of this situation. But it sounds like he's sticking around for his ulterior motives and because of that phone call. He's not on the island, right? He is. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Can you fuck? I almost just believed you. My eyes just bugged out of my head. Oh my God, I would have flipped a fucking table. Before she could say anything, her I saw her face change and I was like, oh wait, no, no, he's not. 
should no, that would have been me. really, really you funny. You should have me because I would have been like, I know. <laughs> wow. No, he's not on the island. That was good, Liz. That was a Thank really, you. really good trick. Thank you. I really did believe you there. Uh, Yeah, okay. Unless he threatens about transferring somehow to Haiti and they're like, no, please stay. I don't. Or he's dealing with something in Haiti or he has nothing to do with Haiti and one of our <laughs> other characters are going there. But or mm. CC's in Haiti. <laughs> She's coming from Haiti. <sighs> Good times. Okay, so transfer yeah. in Haiti, you feel have to deal with William. Avoidance is the patch, the badge situation. Yeah, and probably the avoidance Chuck dealing with his life, even mm. though he's very self-aware of what he's doing. Mm. I think he's just avoiding. How do you think um, he's going to handle Lily being sick? I feel like he'll he'll be sad, but he's just going to keep on, you know, life is shitty anyway, so mm. let's just keep drinking on to this. Okay. If this would if this was the moment that changed him <laughs> she's like uh, air quotes. Yeah. Change. Like another sick parent. Right. It's right. hard. And who's gonna tell him? Yeah. Nate? Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. Nate would be the one. And then also, Serena and Jenny have to have words, I'm assuming, at some point. So are they avoiding each other? And then Eric, are we, is Eric, Eric's coming back, right? Yeah, he's going to be back next week. He's going to see his dad. He was so young. He w- he was two, he says. Yeah. Two or three, I think. Right. So, I mean, like, memories of your father are not really existent. Right. Besides pictures, so... And maybe maybe transfer also has to do with Rufy going behind Lily's back of trying to transfer her to a new doctor Ooh. and trying to get tests because he doesn't trust William. I like that. Don't you think th- like Billy Baldwin plays that act that role so well where yes. like you don't trust him, but you're also like he could be trustworthy, could, but you're like no, he definitely is not. Yeah, he's very sketchy. Yeah. And I was saying to Michelle um off mic, I'm like I honestly don't really I've never really watched a lot of things with him in it. So I don't really, can't really vouch for the actor that he is. I mean, obviously I know all the Baldwin men. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and I know he's Haley Bieber's father, which is Wait, whatever. What? Yeah, Haley Baldwin is Justin Bieber's wife. No, I knew that. Yeah, so she's now Haley Bieber. Keeping, Haley- keeping you young. Haley, no, 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 I knew that. I knew that. <laughs> but her father is Billy? Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Who did I think her father was? I know. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's- wait. Alec Baldwin mm-hmm. has he has like young kids, right? Yeah, but but if- he has one older oh, one. I forget his daughter. He does have an older daughter. Does he? Ireland? No. Uh, I- Hilaria yeah. is his wife, right? Yeah. Hilaria Baldwin, and then this. Just, you know, you could just- unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, you can cut all this out. But anyway, yeah, I think Billy Baldwin plays this role really well of this character we're not supposed to know if we should trust him or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Who do you think is Gossip Girl? I'm sticking with Padge. Okay. Yeah, I think Padge is just creating all of this for creative writing. Now he's even more fired up because he didn't get in and mm. to the Tisch school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think he's just going to keep going. And, you know, he... Blair keeps having those connections, like those run-ins with him. He seems to be in the know still of what's happening. So I'm going to go with Patch. Okay. 
Tish said that it's Jenny again this week, just because sure. that's what she's going with. And that is it. That's it. For Dr. Estrange Loved. <laughs> cats are fighting. We're, we're wrapping up, guys. We're wrapping on. it up. Five minutes. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone for listening each week. Thank you to Angelina for joining us today. Thank you to all of our patrons for being with us. Thank we you. truly love you all. If that's something that interests you, please head over to ittakes3network.com and check out our Patreon page. Check out all the bonus things we have over there. Birthday Club, ad-free episodes. You get the episode a day early. Netflix parties every Thursday for Gossip Girl. Topic Tuesday. We have a blast over there if we haven't said it enough i know you're sick of it by now so just go ahead and go over there just look just look just feel it out you don't have to make a commitment just check out the page uh also if you want to send questions and comments please do so through social media at three gossip girls pod everywhere gmail.com we also take emails on there ones that are maybe of a little bit longer of something you want to say please send those over there and maybe you want to head over to iTunes if you're an Apple Podcast user and just leave us a little review and rating. Tell us what you think of the show. If you're enjoying, maybe rate us five stars and give us a little comment. Tell five us why, good. because we know that you're listening. And if you're listening each week, maybe just reach out and say hello. So that is all. Soli and Liam are signing off <laughs> because... It's time for them to go to bed as us. So we hope you guys have a great week and we'll see you next Thursday. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls. Gossip Girls.